So we've been listening to various people, Anthony at the moment and Puleng, chatting to us about their experiences of the 94 election. We're going to chat now to uh, another friend of ours, Tapello. Uh, Tapello has got a slightly different point of view, as, as will become evident when you hear his age at the 94 election, on, on the election and, and on the situation now. So I invite you to listen in to Tapello. So, Tapello, good morning and welcome to Veritas. Hi, Francis. Thank you for having me here. Cool. It's a pleasure. So, we are just asking people about what they remember from 1994, what 94 means for them. So, the first question I have to ask you is, how old were you in 94? <laughs> 1994. Uh, I was four years. You were four years old, so you don't remember much. Uh, not much. I don't remember anything. But what about the stories that people in the family spoke about that time? And Well, um, 1994, 27 April, Freedom yeah. Day, which we call it today, is from hearing and research and school is the day South Africans got their freedom. Not only blacks who were much oppressed by the apartheid era, but it was more of freedom for all South Africans because it was the first election where anyone can vote and uh, mostly blacks, it was the first time blacks could vote. It was the day uh, the new South Africa was born. And what do you feel about that day? Well, um, to say freedom, we define freedom in different ways and to currently to uh, our current uh, situation at the moment in as South Africans, I don't think what was meant by freedom then is what we mean now by freedom. There is a lot that were planned to have been done by now, and I don't think any of them has been done. Most of them has been done. Uh, yes, uh, that's all I could say for now. Okay, yes. so just tease that out for me a little bit. Well, with um, our current situations, uh, we were hoping by now, uh, looking into the crisis that we have, uh, unemployment, uh, criticism, uh, racism with uh, our own, and fighting our own African uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, the fightings that are happening in the country at the moment are not do not really resemble anything about freedom. So I could say we are far, we are far away from saying we really do have freedom in South Africa. So are you saying, let me just see if I got this right, there was kind of like a dream of a, of a country that you can hear the echoes of that people may have had 20 plus years ago, but that's not the reality of the country we have now. No, it is not. Um, I could say, for an example, people were hoping by now, like I said, uh, unemployment rate. It wasn't that huge at first, but at this this current time, it is a huge, huge problem. And just for example... So just an example of, of, we would have hoped that we would have dealt with unemployment and instead it's worse than it was it's then. It's worse than it was, it was then. Uh, racism as well. It, it was something that we thought it would be over, but it still happens. 
So there's, there's like a real sense of the failure of a dream. Yes. And, and with that, a feeling of? Well, uh, the failure of the dream. Uh, most I could say our par- my parents, they were hoping things would be different. Uh, my grandparents were hoping things would be different. Uh, for them, yes, things did change uh, a bit. I could say they do have freedom to go anywhere they want to go now, and uh, they can work in any industry now. Uh, but for us who grew, knowing that uh, we have freedom and Freedom means this and this and this. I don't think we are experiencing any of that. So for our parents who dreamt that our kids are going to have this life, uh, this and this, that is not going happening at all. So there's been a shift, if I, if I can just see if this sounds right, that for you there's something about, okay, the, the legislation changed. And on that level there's freedom. Hypothetically, anyone can be a doctor if they have the ability. If they have the ability, yes. But the reality is that economics mean that only those with access to the money only those who have freedom access to the money and those uh, I could say connections is if uh, you have someone that you know on top, yes, you will have that ladder, simple ladder that you can climb. But for ordinary South Africans, not much has changed. Not a little much has changed, but not much. Not much has changed. There are a lot of uh, qualified, uh, experienced people, youth, at sitting at home right now, who have qualifications and everything, but don't have that chance to, to be free, to have that taste of freedom that our parents really hoped we could have. Okay, so it's kind of quite a hard place to be in. Definitely, yes. And I think it's there's something hard also in, in. Just as you're talking, I was thinking. In the struggle era, it was clear who the enemy was. Yes, it was clear who the enemy it was, was. Very clear. There is the enemy. There is the enemy, and now. It's more of uh, the enemy is just within. It's hard to just wish we can point out the government is failing us, who and who is failing us, who and who is failing us. But that fight that our parents fought for, like that thing, that, that victory that they were looking for, it's really, it was just a shattered out thing. Okay. Well, thank you for talking to me this morning. Thank you very much, Francis. So that was Tapello, and he was talking very much about the experience as a young person now in the country. And, and I love that question he had, what does freedom mean? That's a, that's a very good question to ponder. We're going to chat to someone slightly different, an older person again, who um, has a nice story of, of being in the elections as a, as a young mom. So we're going to chat to Ursula and just hear what Ursula's experience was.
Good morning, Ursula, and welcome to Radio Veritas. Hi, Francis. Thank you. Very nice to be here. So this morning we're talking about the 27th of April, 1994, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering what you remember from that day and how it felt like on that day for you. Um, I was very excited on that day. There was a real sense of almost elation for me. Uh, we were a little bit worried about having to stand in long queues to vote, but it was it was part of the excitement. Um, we were living in Bramfontein at the time, and we went up the hill uh our voting nearest voting station was at the Civic Centre. And I remember walking up there, I had two small children, um, one was two and the other one was six months old. Wow. And the queue was, was around the building, but it was it was really exciting. It was so exciting to be voting with fellow South Africans and not just a, an elite few. Um, because we had small children, I was ushered to the front, which was a real privilege. Um, even though I'd been quite prepared to, to stand in the queue and and, um, and wait my turn. And going in, I remember my heart pounding as I voted because it was so exciting that this was a new era, a new change. Um, and I had a real sense of hope, a real sense that, that things would be better um, and that they could only get better from where we'd been. And looking back on it now, what do you feel now? Um, now I'm... I think that we we came a long way. I think that there was a lot of very positive change in this country. At the moment, there's a real sense of gloom, um, and I'm not sure why. I think... We seem to have lost Ursula there. We're going to move to our final interview. We, um, As some of you know, I have a... Uh, an intern producer who's joined our team, Pamela. She's also trying out her hand at doing some of the interviews. And so earlier this week, Pamela went to interview Vincent, and and this is her first shot at an interview. So here we go. Hi. So we're here with uh, Babu Vincent. Babu Vincent, uh, hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And how are you, ma'am? I'm very well, thank you. I would just like to hear, I'm very curious to hear, how does, uh, what does uh, 27th of April mean to you, like uh, coming from the time that we were then, comparing to today? Well, looking back uh, over the years, um, the 27th, the very first, what we call Freedom Day, there was at the time a lot of jubilation, celebratory mood, um, you know, after the build-up to the very first day elections that we we were going to participate in. And uh, there was a bit of a pretty apprehension, but yes, mostly celebration. And then uh, what, does it, what, did it mean, what does it mean now, considering everything that is happening in our country under the leadership ANC and everything else? Uh, now there's a, there's a lot of doubt, um, as to, you know, I, I personally am a bit confused as to what it means because, uh, there's a lot with the recent developments in the, in the country, the political scene, one is not sure where we're going and whether the, the parties and candidates and whoever one might be voting for, are the right and capable people to take the country forward. As it is, I'm not sure whether I will participate participate in the next elections or not, but we'll see what developments unfold. But then would you think it's uh, 
a bit irrational not to vote for something that you've fought uh, for for a very long time? I don't think it is uh, rational not to vote, but looking at the landscape, the thing is who to vote for and what do they promise to put, uh, you know, what do they promise to do for the country? That is my my take on the whole matter. And uh, do you think that, uh, how do you feel now looking at what is happening in our country? How does it make you feel as an individual having to go through what you went through then and having to see what is happening now? Uh, to me, it looks like a lot of things have we have uh, regressed as a as a country. Um, in some ways, it looks like we might be worse off than we were before. Uh, but you know, it, it depends where one is economic, economically, financially, uh, maybe politically as well. Uh, there are people who have benefited a lot. There are people who who have missed out on the on the financial gains of the um, uh, utopia. I don't know if it's the right way to use. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, we don't seem to have made much progress especially to the poor and marginalized. So would you say you are free? Are you are you feeling are you are you are you are you, are you feeling safe to say that you are free and celebrate this day today? Uh from the legal point of view yes, but economically no. Oh okay. I, I really appreciate you talking to me about this and uh um uh, happy, happy Freedom Day. Enjoy your day. Uh, hopefully you'll come out and vote. Thanks for the opportunity. And I, ho I hope, you know, with time, things will change for the better. It has to. Thank, Thank you. you. So that was Pamela interviewing Vincent. And uh, just hearing again a reiteration of some of those ideas that we've heard with some of the other people we've spoken to, that sense of... Uh, the importance of, an, of a, a legal freedom, which we now all have under the law, but that that's not quite enough, that freedom means more than that. I'm really struck as I reflect back over what different people have said. I want to just hone in for a moment on what Puleng was talking about, because I think that's quite important, and it's not something that I've heard particularly outside of perhaps the area of the listening professions. I mean, in, inside of that area, if you, if you listen to people in supervision or you listen to people in ongoing formation workshops, you do hear people talking a lot about the need for healing in the country. But outside of the listening professions, it's not part of the national conversation, I think. And yet I feel it is so essential, like Puleng, my own experience is that, that apartheid left everyone with scars and I was in a supervision group recently and, and one of the directors in the group was saying she has the sense that everyone in the country has the experience either of being marginalized or of being feared or both and that that leaves scars that we are not even aware of as South Africans and so perhaps the challenge for me this Freedom Day is to think about what we do about the parts of ourselves inside that need healing. How do we deal with our own inner demons? And 
You know, I have a, a, a real sense that those people who do manage to deal with their inner demons become true agents for change for others. I just, I just think of someone like Ahmed Katrada. You know, there you had someone who you could see. You had a sense when you, when you listened to the man speak, when you encountered him, he was, he was someone who had processed his own stuff and therefore was remarkably free. I think we, we saw the same freedom in people like Tutu, like Dennis Hurley, like Mandela, that there were people there with a, a great sense of interior freedom. So maybe that's one of the things that, that we as people of faith need to be thinking about and praying about. How do I discover my own interior freedom? We're going to move now to our final piece of music. Uh, I really, I really wanted to pick up the sense also that this Freedom Day happens in Eastertide. We are still in Easter, and so I've chosen another Alleluia chorus, this one by uh, jo John Foley, who is a Jesuit composer. So we're going to listen to that now. <laughs> 